Cult Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Keefe. Today's podcast is an interview with Daniel Erlinson of Archenemy. Check it out. And I am here with the one and only Daniel from Arch Enemy. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. Welcome back to New York City. It's always great to see you. Thank you. It's nice to be here. Awesome. We're here uh, down in the bowels of Hammerstein Ballroom backstage before the big show tonight. Amon Amarth, Arch Enemy, At The Gates, Grand Magus. What a fantastic and perfectly matched tour bill. Yeah, I completely agree. A lot of good Swedish bands. And we like the odd ones out because we have... Two people that are non-Swedes. <laughs> multinational arch enemy now. Yeah. Uh, but always was, actually, except for the very beginning, right? So, um, yeah. yeah, man, uh, what a fantastic time for the band and you. Um, obviously, this sort of will to power, covered in blood era, we'll call it this latest era. Uh, I kind of feel like the covers album was a little overlooked. It's so great and so diverse and awesome. I wanted to kind of ask a little bit about that record and uh, all, I mean, so all over the map but wonderful at the same time yeah it's interesting because it it's uh it covers basically all the covers that we did during our entire career as a band so you you get quite a different uh, spectrum of uh ideas there you know and uh yeah it's, uh, it's cool what you said i like shouts is one of my favorite because um it's not a metal song in its original format you know and uh, that kind of forced us to do something with it. But uh, I'm proud of all of them. You know? Right on. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, there's some there's some great hardcore on there. Obviously, the Tears for Fears cover is awesome. Uh, there's some heavy metal Europe covers. I love Europe. I think they're one of the most underrated bands of all time. Uh, yeah. And obviously, sort of uh, kinship, right? National heroes. Yeah. Um, I know people only know the final countdown in America. So I apologize on behalf of American heavy metal fans, but Europe, for those listening, is a fantastic historic band with a lot of great songs. They play in Europe at festivals and headline sets, and people know the whole song, the whole set. They're, they're the amazing. Song. They have so many good songs, you know, that I think we've actually covered more than one, if I'm not mistaken. But, um, yeah, it's difficult sometimes to choose covers because we cover such a good or broad like spectrum of uh, music in in between our musical flavors or tastes, you know. So uh, most of the punk songs they come from Michael and Charlie because they kind of grew up with that in that scene. Uh, when they started playing, they were into punk, you know. That was the hot stuff around that time. And when I when I was old enough to start jamming with other people uh, that kind of already had passed a little bit and it was thrash and death metal that was the thing then so i was going to ask if you were responsible for some of the uh death metal and the carcass covers that are on there it seemed like an obvious not responsible no not really like that like we just it, it was mostly just band choices you know we just sat down and talked about what are we going to cover now so. <laughs> right but it's a great compilation i mean 24 songs is certainly uh, a great value and i think covers are still cool uh, I've I've been a fan. I know that every band kind of starts out as a little bit of a cover band, right? And uh, I think it's interesting that you kind of see the DNA of Arch Enemy through this vision of all these covers, you know? Right, right. I agree. Yeah. Uh, and every way, just playing vocals, drums, everything. Yeah. I mean, those are some pretty various uh, musical styles that you see represented there. But, but I think we kind of have a little bit of all that in our style. So you're right about that. 
Yeah, thank you. Um, and then obviously, I, I feel like this, I'm not sure if this is the end of the cycle for Will to Power, if you guys are working on a new album yet or not, uh, maybe premature, but it seems like uh, you guys have been touring pretty constantly for the last year plus, two years, so uh, I don't know what's coming next for you guys. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, Will to Power came out in September 2017, which is more than two years ago right. already. And we have actually been on the road most of the time. We had a little break at some point, a few months. But uh, yeah, you know, it's been it's been really good since Alyssa joined the band on War Eternal. We have toured a lot and kind of reestablished uh, Arch Enemy as a as a band. You know, there was some there was some doubts in us like after Angela left to begin with, but I think we're starting to prove that we're still good enough. You know. And um, we're going to keep going with the Monomarth uh, here in North America and then continue in Europe. And that's going to take us about up to Christmas. And uh, then the plan is next year to start working on new material. We have already started a little bit. You know, we have quite a few songs and ideas laying around. And uh, the plan is to hopefully start recording in the early summer months, like May, June. July, some somewhere around there. Well, that's exciting. Uh, and I was I was hoping that was the case because I feel like you guys have been very prolific since Elisa joined the band. She is great. And uh, any any doubts? I know that Angela, you know, was a fantastic. You know, she is a fantastic front woman. She's a, an amazing singer. Elisa has done a great job since she came in. Great job. Uh, no one no one can argue with the job she's done. The band has continued to me. The records are all still very consistent. Very deep. You guys are not a hits band. This is heavy metal, man. Yeah. There's not a lot of hit songs. It's kind of like complete albums. That's how I look at this band, the whole history of the band. And, and funny enough, Angela herself had to deal with this very same thing when she replaced, you know, after Johan. So, like, very funny to me that, like, history repeats itself a little bit. You know, I know that metal fans can be very attached to who they love and very, very fierce, which is what's wonderful about heavy metal fans, but also sometimes unfair. Yeah. Sometimes unfair. And critics, too. Uh, not us, but in general, I know that, you know, people are just very slow to warm up to change. Yeah. And and as an artist, you want to change. You don't want to be the same. You've never been the band that has done the same record twice. You've always evolved and changed. So. I don't know why it's just a surprise that, you know, like, hey, it's still the same band with one new person, like pretty much. So I don't understand, you know, like why people are so the way they are. But she's been fabulous. Uh, you guys have been killing it. I've watched the entire this whole little five years with her in the band has been, I think, really special and uh, tribute to all of you. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. Nice words. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. Uh, and, you know, so we have this Amon Amara tour is very uh, fortuitous. You get to tour with your brother, which is probably awesome. Family stuff. Uh, what's that like? Uh, have you guys toured together before in different bands? I don't recall. We have toured uh, in North America in 2004 when he was still in Cradle of Filth. Okay. And uh, Arch Enemy opened up for them at that tour. And uh, we did some shows in Europe, but uh, nothing like this since then. So it's been quite a long time since this happened. That's awesome. Do you but, ever uh, get, do you get American fans or other people confuse the two of you? <laughs> well, the good thing is that like a few years back, he cut his hair because when he had long hair, right. people would mix this up all the time. Like, you right. know, and it doesn't help that he's going to play my drum kit tonight. We play the same kits and uh, 
he does not have his own like front skin so he says ae on the front arch enemy or adrian or lanson you know it's like <laughs> could be even more confusing if he still had his long hair so <laughs> but it's really cool to have him out on the road really cool it's like a family reunion every night you know? nice do you guys compete a little bit or no that's over. no no not anymore uh i mean we talk about drums all the time but uh when we started jamming like as early in, in our teenagers years you know then it was a different situation then we had a bit of competition but i think it was only a healthy thing because it pushed us to evolve so nice uh i know you guys as we wind this down you've always had a very distinct style on your drumming uh do you are you still uh concerned with improving and changing all the time or are you just kind of comfortable where you are now as a player uh both i mean i'm pretty comfortable where i am but i always try to when i practice it's important for me to not just play the arch enemy songs i want to play something that i never played before you know like that's the freedom of practicing you can just play whatever comes to your mind and uh you might evolve in a different direction over time. I mean, if you just play the same stuff every night, you might stagnate over time, obviously. But uh, yeah, I try to keep an open mind and listen to various kinds of music and drummers. Killer, man. Yeah. Thank, you, thank you so much for hanging out with Ghost Cult. I want to give you back your pre-show time. Thanks so much. Okay. Thank you very much. Thanks, man. So that was really quick. Yeah, well, I figured we're going to get... time for one more question then? Yeah. Cool. I'll ask about the writing process. Now, like you're writing with another guitar player versus the brothers. Now you're writing with um, Honey Boy. Oh, and, Jeff. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what's the writing process? Yeah. From, That's a good question. Yeah, I don't. Writing I, with the, it, the, the, the brothers versus them. I got you. Go. Thank you, Chief. Uh, I, yeah, I wonder if uh, in the next record, if Jeff will get a more prominent role in co-writing and what that's like working with him. Um. That's a good question. We'll see how that pans out. But uh, as far as I see it, uh, I think uh, the next record will be pretty much in the same vein as, uh, like writing-wise, in the same vein as Will to Power and War Return will happen. So, uh, like, we already have a good, like, five or six songs. And, uh, I mean, it's always, Jeff's ideas are always welcome. We'll see what happens. Uh, it's too early to say what's, which direction we're going to go, you know, so I'll let that one hang a little bit. All right. No worries. Thanks so much, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for checking out today's podcast. Follow, like, and subscribe wherever you hear these podcasts. Also, check out Ghost Cult Magazine on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And finally, check us out at ghostcultmag.com. We're out. Peace.